Welcome back to Joygasm with Video Game and Movie Podcast. I'm Russ. He is Steve. And Hot Wheels makes a triumphant return back into Forza Horizon. Episode 280 today, July 23rd, 2022. You may have noticed that while I am in the studio, Steve is not in the studio. And that is due to the fact that, unfortunately, my wife has uh, had her number up, so to speak, in terms of it being her turn to contract COVID. So we are isolating ourselves uh, as a result Once more. Once more, indeed. It's the gift that keeps on giving that nobody wants. And so... <laughs> Pass it around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the neighbor that will not leave. So, anyway... Before we go any further, make sure that you uh, do a loop-de-loop on that subscribe button. Maybe do a corkscrew on that notification bell. That way you will not miss a single solitary episode of Joygasm. It drops once a week, each week. And in case you couldn't tell from the initial greeting, our topic of the day is the Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels DLC. This is actually a... Uh, DLC expansion pack that Steve in particular has been waiting with bated breath for quite some time. We actually talked about how back in Forza Horizon 3 that was the first time we had seen the Hot Wheels license be used to great effect and we weren't really sure if they were ever going to make a comeback within the franchise and I know Steve has been very much uh, hoping, praying uh, doing sacred nipple rubs in hopes that it will, in fact, make a return, and it has. So, uh, <laughs> Steve, what do you think of uh, the game so far? I assume you've you've put in probably, uh, what, at least 10 hours worth of gameplay? Yeah, about 10 hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I, I'm not... It's, it's fun. I'm thinking they did, so far, a better job with the first Hot Wheels. Oh, um, Here's the thing is that it seems like it's it's uh, it makes you kind of run through this rigmarole of stuff they want you to complete before you just have free roam and can do whatever anywhere. Right. Mm -hmm. um, which is a little bit different than the regular game, because in the regular game, they go, OK, here's the track. You can go anywhere you want, but we're not going to give you certain points of interest or things to do until you, you finish you know certain things. Right. But it'll still get unlocked. Um, after you finish that stuff, this one's more like, okay, there's, you know, uh, uh, the track is up in the air somewhere. It's like up in some lofty area. And so it's not necessarily on, um, Mex in, in Mexico, like on the ground. Uh -huh. And they give you these three different coordinates to go to start off first. And so I started off with the lower, like left coordinate and so it's, it's saying, okay, you have to build up your trophies and you have to get this, that, and the other. And, um, and so I'm doing that, but it's just not really like clear. It's like I, I, the word restrictive comes to mind, honestly, because it's like, uh, you know, it restricts the cars that you can actually use. If you just want to do free roam, you just want to like drive the track. Sure. Uh, let's say it's your Hot Wheels track and you say, I want to use this car to run through the Hot Wheels track. And it just says, no, that car is not going to work. You have to unlock the ability to use that car. And I thought, well, I don't know. Just paid 17 bucks. Like what if I just wanted to use like my Pagani or something, just go high speed through this track, like right now. And they're like, nope, can't do it. And I thought, no, it is, 
it is interesting to think about how there is a bit of a, a wall that they set up within yeah. um, the DLC because I know that uh, I'm far enough in the game where now some of, of my normal cars have now been made available to me. Yeah. And I'm, I, am, I assume it's probably the same for you as well. But um, having said that, it's not like my entire roster of cars have been um, unlocked, so to speak. What's interesting is that it's like they have this tier system, which in a way it's like, it's cool where like you have your rookie, your pro, your expert S one and something else. I can't remember exactly what they all are, but it's nice that they've categorized them into these different areas that um, go basically from like kind of slow to like stupid fast on these hot wheel tracks. Um, but it is kind of a weird notion to think about how you almost have to re unlock certain vehicles that you've had within your garage all this time. And I think, I don't think it would have been as big of a deal if they had better communicated that up front. Like once you got into like the Hot Wheels world, so to speak, right? That if they were to just say, hey, here's, here are the classes you have to get special licenses for. And just FYI, you can't use the certain cars that are in your garage until you've been able to achieve those licenses, right? It's no different than like, if you want to become a truck driver, even though you have you know, your, your normal driver's license for your car, you have to get a special driver's license for, to, you know, to operate like a semi truck, for example, that totally sure. makes sense. But I think like we were kind of blinded going in where it's like, wait, why can't I use certain vehicles? Although right. that wasn't my go-to initially. Cause I was just enamored by like the little cool hot wheel cars that became instantly available. Yeah, although, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot. I mean, you got like the, the classics that they gave you last time, like the Bone Crusher yeah. or Bone Shaker or something like that. You got the, you know, the, <laughs> there's the Twin Mill and uh, and, and there's, uh, you know, a couple other ones. Um, there's the one that looks like it kind of has like the, the beak on the front of it, like the yeah. off-wheel kind of looking thing, which are the same Hot Wheels that we had, you know, it, it, by default from the, the previous DLC, which yeah, I guess is fine. I mean, we I liked all of them. Yeah, we have a you know better res, but I mean, there's like hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of Hot Wheels <laughs> out, out there and available. I, I don't, but we haven't unlocked them all yet, so I'm sure they I'm, they gave us they're going to give us more. I mean, like that long bubbly looking car. Um, that one, I, I like that one. The one with like that like, you new, do yeah. the what's it called the fluke or something like that. You go down the water like the slippins, the water slip and slide. Yeah. <laughs> so, but um. But anyhow, uh, so one thing I'm I'm missing so far, at least, uh, maybe they'll give it to us later, is that uh, you know in Australia in Forza Horizon Three, uh, we were able to you know just ha- have these Hot Wheels tracks near the beach and then near mountains and you know cliffs and whatnot, which really added to the excitement because you're going at this velocity, high speed, corkscrews, loop de loops, you know, banking up or like ninety degrees on the side. And here, at least right now, starting out, it's like you're mostly in the air or on the, the ground, but it's it doesn't look um, as appealing. Like it's higher res, of course, because it's on the Series X, but it it's not um, it's it's just not as exciting in in a way, at least not yet. Like in, in the other one, you you really had a lot more to look at, and here you're like, oh wow, sky, clouds, and oh okay, I'm back on the ground again. Oh, there's a little bit of ice. Oh, there's a waterfall maybe over there. You know, <laughs> so, which which um, license are you currently on? I'm on the A license. The A license. I can't remember. Is that the so that's you're you're past the rookie license. You're right. 
is the A license the expert license or is it just, no, no, it's no. the pro license. Uh, I think th- it's the I second th- one, right? It's the second one. Yeah. Okay. I can tell you that last night I was able to unlock the third license and it has a lot of exactly what it is that you're talking about not Sweet. seeing. So I think it's more of a progression system that they have in place where they want to kind of get you initialized into the world of Hot Wheels. And then as you go along and you unlock the more like faster expert driven type of, of licenses, then they will start to also show you like different areas of the track. Cause like I can tell you last night I was playing certain races where I was doing, I mean, literally I was doing corkscrews like a jet. I was doing loop-de-loops. I was like doing crazy bankings around like the volcano. And like there were multiple instances where I found myself uttering out loud just the word, wow, because <laughs> You had, first of all, the the vehicles that you can then race uh, just within the third license. And there, there are, I think, if I remember correctly, there are five licenses that you kind of go through unlocking in sequential order from like I mean, rookie on up to like the whatever the fastest class it is. I can tell you by just being on the third license, the vehicles that you unlock, which again, you have more Hot Wheels you can unlock, but then also you, you can um, at that point also begin to um, unlock your normal vehicles. It gets super insanely fast. Like just like you cannot believe how much inertia and just the G-force of these cars. Like there, there is a, a big step up from like license number two to license number three. So I, th- I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Well, that's, that's reassuring. Um, but I guess the way you should mention the progression of those licenses too, because they, they give you the medals that you have to get in order right. to get certain licenses. And so they say, okay, you know, here basically you have to accomplish a certain amount of tasks, like, you know, finish first, do all these races, do the PR stunts, um, whatever. Uh, and, but there's a lot more stuff you can do to earn these medals. And it's just not exactly clear. Uh, it, yeah. The instructions are clear, but it's not, and clear in its uh, follow through where like there was something that said, Hey, you'll get 50 medals. I was telling you this last night. Yeah. Like there's 50 medals. If you can go, if you could start from the, the, the horizon hub and then you can get to the point where there's like the, the dragon on the top of the hill. And I'm like, I go, okay, all right, I'm in the horizon hub and I'm right in front of my garage and I've plotted my course. Like the way the, the, the CPU says like from here to the dragon uh-huh. and I got to get there in a record amount of time and go pedal to the middle take off and i get there and i'm like okay i got it right and then nothing happens I'm like okay so then i guess i gotta go backwards and then at some point when i was randomly doing a different race on the left side of the screen it would come up with like these four checkpoints that it wants to do to get these yeah medals. i was like i've noticed you've that done too this. you've done this like i did uh okay how do i get the other two and then i, I just couldn't get the other two and i thought how did i even get the first job yeah, it's Random. interesting how like there, there's kind of a, a a real time sensor or something like as you're going through kind of this Hot Wheels land, it's almost like certain types of events get activated automatically based on where your car is located. And so then that's when like that little like bullet point list comes up. It, I, I can tell like they're trying to be helpful with like, oh, you know, you happen to be in the midst of doing this, you know, keep going and you can unlock these other things. But I, I feel as though there's like a missing 
step or a, or a missing notification or something that helps to inform me as the gamer as to what I'm supposed to do. Cause I, I totally know what you're talking about. Where like, right. I'd be driving along and suddenly I'd see that little bullet point list come up. Like one of the ones I never could figure out was you have to start out in the Northern region of like the forest. And then you have to somehow make your way down to the Canyon portion and then go over to the, the kind of snowy volcano area. And you have to do so within, I think I want to say four minutes. But right. the problem is, is that I don't know the right way to go. Like, like the, the hot wheel tracks themselves. I mean, it's like a, <laughs> it's like the spaghetti land where you have all these different um, paths that you can take and they intersect with each other and that sort of thing. And I'm kind of conditioned as a Forza a gamer where if there's an event that I would like to compete in that I select it on the world map. And then there's like, kind of like, you know, the, the highlighted blue path of how you're supposed to get there or how you're supposed to race it and, and win that never came up. And I don't know if that's a bug in the game or if that was by design, but like, it's interesting how, you know, especially with something that big where like you are doing a tour of like the entire world of this hot wheels land, how on earth am I going to, be able to know like which path to take from one place to the other, especially within four minutes. And so that, I guess the reason why I'm bringing that up as an example is the fun factor takes a hit because it's like, I'm so pumped and, and interested in wanting to do certain events like that. But then the way that I'm not being guided to be able to compete in that is acting as a barrier to entry. And so uh, I haven't really figured out like how they have decided to make that work. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Um, what are you going to do? I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, I found, oh, sorry, Steve, go ahead. I was going to say, like, I found myself just um, <laughs> noticing that there were um, more trophies if you, if you just higher the difficulty. And so, yeah, it kind of, you know, improved my standing player skills as a driver or whatever. But, uh, but then I would just get a few more trophies and that's in, ended up how I was able to unlock the other license. I didn't all accomplish any more tasks. I just did redid all the races all over again at a higher difficulty. And then it just said, okay, here you go. And I thought, all right, well, I mean, finally, you know, yeah. I can, I can advance. Yeah. And, and that's actually something that is also worth noting is that like, for instance, last night we were, you know, as you mentioned earlier, we were talking back and forth trying to figure out how this works. And, um, I remember just driving along. I was out on my way to try and gain like an additional star once I figured out kind of how the metal system works. And apparently I had done some other things that were accumulating metals that I wasn't aware of because suddenly all of a sudden, um, the screen changes back to the world map and I've unlocked the third license. I'm like, how did that happen? I don't, I don't even know what I did, but there was some way, like apparently there's like just a, a bunch of different types of, um, I don't know, goals, I guess, or something that, that you can also on the side, you don't have to be like in a race or whatever, but just some of the types of racing and, and, traversing of the hot wheels land will also steadily give you certain types of metals. So it was, it was suddenly unlocked. I was grateful for it, but at the same time it does linger in my mind because I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. Like I know I had at least two, uh, like two more, two more items on the list that were like, you know, big deals that like, and I think that's one of the other things too, about the, the way they've got the UI set up is that they allow you to pin the one that you're interested in. But what's weird is that's all you do. Like, so that way you can kind of see like, oh, this is the one that I'm currently trying to find. Yeah. 
focused on, yeah. Yeah, that, that focused on. But what's weird is that, like, there's no, like, oh, now we're going to take you back to the map. We can show you, like, how to get to that thing or where where it's located, whatever. It's just, it's literally just, oh, here's, like, a little pin icon to help it stand up from the rest of the items on your list. It's like, okay, well, that's fine, but... <laughs> how do I get to the thing? Like, like that's that, that, that again, that, that kind of plays back into uh, where the fun factor takes a, a temporary hit because you just, you feel like you're being thwarted. Like you can't figure out how to get there. Having said that though, I do think it is worth pivoting from that into the fact that this is gorgeous. Like the, <laughs> yeah. the, the world that they have created in this is absolutely phenomenal. Um, uh, I will be pleased to let our viewers know and listeners that I have finally, finally purchased a 4K TV. I've gotten myself one of those LG uh, C1, I don't even know the one whole. One of them LGs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of those long listed technical name kind of things. But anyway, it was uh, highly rated and, and uh, whatnot. And I, so I got myself a 77 inch 4K TV. Finally, I have joined the official 4K TV club. And um, I got to tell you, it, it was so fun to be able to play um, this expansion pack with that TV and be able to drink in all of the visuals. And, and my goodness, it, it was it was a, a kind of a an imaginative paradise, don't you think? Like when you're looking around, you're just like, my goodness, like this is if I was a kid and I had my Hot Wheels tracks set up and I had my Hot Wheels cars and I had like created like some sort of like make believe lava area and a make believe like crazy huge foresty area and canyons and that sort of thing. I mean, I was, I was blown away. What'd you think? You know, that is true. Uh, I will say, you know, as you grow <laughs> up, I mean, you start playing with the toys as you're, when you're a kid and then as you grow up, well, you get your bigger cars, right? And so you're, you're in the hot wheel, but that, but the feeling of, you know, throwing the cars through the track and imagining where the track could be besides on your family room floor, uh, never really leaves you, at least as a guy, yeah. it doesn't leave you. Uh, well, I'm sure so there are I, girls out there too who are like car right, nuts. Right. And, uh, and, and there are times like when you are continue, I guess the story mode, if you will, in the game where, uh, one of the, one of the, the hosts tells you like some history of, of Hot Wheels, the track and you know, where they got their inspiration from, or they would develop little cars based on race car drivers. And they would just give you this whole history, which is awesome. I mean, that is pretty darn cool. Uh, I think they, I think they should have done it a little bit different where, um, you should be able to go back and, um, maybe have them re-explain it, but then they can tell you and show you different parts of the track as they're explaining the Hot Wheels uh, story because they were explaining it as I'm trying to pass people and I'm trying to like <laughs> not like run into the corner. And so I'm really paying attention to my driving. I couldn't remember everything that they were saying. Um, but, uh, you know, going in a straight line or going fast, you know, blistering speed and not banging into anything, then I could hear and pick up what they were saying, which was, yeah. which was pretty cool. And I appreciate how they did that. I mean, it reminds me of the, uh, of, uh, Forza, uh, horizon three, where if you, uh, went into Forza thon, I guess, in your, in your vehicle or Fort Forza Vista and your vehicle would turn. And if you just let it go, let the camera just do its thing and slowly spin, uh, the, one of the hosts, like your garage mechanic would come back 
and he would say, "Oh, this is a car. It was like nineteen, you know, sixty-seven Corvette." You know, they, they, and he would tell you the history of it and, and where they got the design and who was most responsible for the design and what this car did in racing history. And I'm sitting there just, yeah, <laughs> like like salivating. And I, I loved all that stuff because the reason why I play this type of racing game and like not really anything else is because there's an enjoyment there of the cars them themselves. And, um, and I, you know, I might not have time to academically look back in history and, and figure <laughs> out, huh? Ah, oh, okay. Carl Shelby did this in uh, 1972. You know, I'm not going to know that, but if there, if there, if there's a times in the game where it tells me like racer history and car history and, Matchbox car, you know, Hot Wheels history. I, I, I eat it up. I, I think it's great. Yeah, no, I, I too really loved how the different races that I um, got to experience in Hot Wheels, they, they had that, that whole like, oh, here's like the history of Hot Wheels and, and being able to talk about who was the, um, you know, the designer of the cars, who did the engineering for the track and that sort of thing. And, and you, and you will hear more of that when you go into the, the other license areas as well, which is great. It's like, it's not just a one-off kind of thing. I also wanted to talk too about how ray tracing plays such a huge role as does the HDR in a game like this. And I, I know I've, I've talked about this in the past with the, the older hot wheels, but I absolutely love looking at the translucency of the orange track, that iconic hot wheels, orange track and how, depending on the time of day, it does in fact change that quality that you see. And so, you know, when, when it's like say high noon, for example, it's just fantastic. If you're going up a loop de loop and you're able to see that like orange glow from the sun behind the track, I just absolutely adore that. I think it's fantastic. Like when you're going by like the Arctic volcano area, there's like that fantastic rumble. That's more, you know, it's, it's, it's the audio side of things, but it just, it, it really enhances this like epic feel of the track where it's, it's larger than life. You go through the canyons, the canyons are just, I mean, the, the verticality of these mountains and stuff is just awe inspiring. Um, and it, you know, again, the lighting itself, even at nighttime, like if you, if you've been racing through the nighttime, a lot of thought has been placed into, um, okay, how do we illuminate like the, right. the snowy glaciers, right? Let, let's right. put, let's put some like, you know, um, light blue spotlights that like, or up lights onto the ice and the snow or, oh, let's put some purple lights, um, onto some of the, the mountains themselves, so on and so forth. Like there has been, um, just a lot of thoughtfulness placed into, making the environment as festive and as cool and beautiful as can possibly be. And I think it like, it kind of like elevates the, the theme of Mexico, right? Because we've been enjoying playing through Forza Horizon five and the Mexico theme that um, really permeates like all the different areas. And that has its own level of like, Oh, here are like, you know, kind of loosely based off of like what kind of foliage you can expect in Mexico or like the Aztec temples or, and so on and so forth. This takes it to um, an even higher fantasy level, I would say, where like they're still including things like volcanoes or like some of those those like rainforesty, like huge forests. But then they they kind of have fun with it, which I appreciate. Yeah. Um, one, one thing I was going to mention um, was the sound, um, because uh, my wife and I were watching a movie and we had the sound you know, kind of cranked up. We had the sub on and we weren't like, you know 
rocking out the the panels of the house or nothing. But I mean, we we were of course enjoying it, and so then you know she went to bed and I didn't turn it down all that much. I mean, I did, but I didn't. And then so <laughs> I'm racing on the of course on the tracks and going through the different areas, and of course you know when you when you take a jump and you slam back down on the track and it has that kind of metallic but almost plastic <laughs> sound to it or reverb yeah. uh and then you would take some some corners you'd go to a different environment and you could hear like the ice crack like yeah in some of the, the the glaciers uh and if you you know the sound of that reminds me of is when i when i used to visit my wife in canada when it was snowing sometimes we'd walk on the shallow part of a, of a frozen lake and uh the ice was you know pretty pretty thick but it gets thinner the further you go out and so we'd go like hey let's just kind of walk out a little further and and then when you hear that ice crack and it and it reverbs across the entire lake you're like okay time to go time yeah, to go yeah anyway that room that, that's what that sound reminds me of uh and they did it i mean it just it's real clear and it sounds great or uh near the volcano just to have that extra rumble of just you know, you know the steam and the rock and yeah. the lava start to kind of bubble um but you know wouldn't necessarily hear it unless you know you of course had the the sound up which if, you know a louder sound and hot wheels of course is is gonna uh, bode well for the entire experience too yeah yeah no you're absolutely right i was um very taken by the the level of audio quality within this dlc everything you said totally agree um, I, I mean the water as well. Like when you're going down those water slide, um, parts of the track, so fun. And also like, like if you, if you hit one of those, uh, catapult jumping off points that like launches your car into the air and you're going, um, you know, essentially the equivalent of like when you have a hot wheels track and like, there's like a, a section that's like, here's a track that comes to an end. And then you have the other, um, end of the track over here and you have to like make that jump. Again, hearing that thoom sound as you like jump through it, or like if you're going um, on a part of a track that has those fans that essentially I, I, I want to say it like helps you achieve a higher speed over time and um, reduce the friction load. But again, all of those different elements really have terrific audio, you know, and, and I found myself really cranking up the, the volume as a result of that because it was just that actually increased the fun factor. Yeah, I feel like they did the. Uh I feel like they did the corkscrews better. Like parts of the track seem to be better than they were last time. Um, specifically though, the, the corkscrews. Because uh-huh. I remember uh, in Forza Horizon 3, there was a lot of banking and loop-de-loops and jumps. But I don't remember there being... I think there was corkscrews, but maybe not so much with the environment, but the environment almost gives you vertigo yeah. because they include so much more of it. I mean, you see the mountains or you'll see like a mountain... Um, like a rock structure that goes over the track and the track goes through it. Yeah. Um, but when you go through the corkscrew in that section, that whole thing is going like this, not just the track, not just the orange track you're on. And so it kind of gives you like a, a bit of a, <laughs> like, oh, we're having a great time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's true. I mean, like, yeah. uh, even as you get the, uh, the more subsequently faster licenses unlocked, you're going to be hitting those corkscrews from time to time. And it's going to be an even more exhilarating experience because you're going that much faster. And I think it speaks also to the verticality of the environments as well as the draw distance. Like if you look at what you can see, like if you're say, for instance, you're at a high vantage point and you're, you're hitting a crest off, off a cliff or something like that. 
I know there's one race in particular where you could literally see like the entire Hot Wheels land in all of its splendor. And it's just, it's fantastic because I think that we are rapidly going away from the days that like you could only have like a portion of the polygonal environment in frame. And then, you know, as you get closer to the other parts, they pop into view or whatever. Like, you know, I think in, in this current generation of the Xbox series X and PS five, this, this notion of like having these expansive draw distances um, is very beneficial to just the the end user experience as far as I'm concerned. I mean, it's the same thing with like when you play Elden Ring, for example, right? Like you you reach like a, a tall mountain or vantage point and you look out and, you, and the draw distance is really impressive. They're pushing a lot of polys uh, with that. And so in this type of environment also, I, I think it's great. There's also like certain parts of the track that are silver, and I, I'm not too familiar with like how that works or if that exists within the current kind of Hot Wheels physical toy collection. Or I, I just I haven't <laughs> I have not uh, bought a Hot Wheels in quite some time. But um, it seems as though that part of the track also is conducive to like getting higher speeds or a less friction environment or something to that effect. There was actually one other thing that reminds me of. Um, the inertia factor where I was, I was trying the, the halo warthog, uh, on a loop de loop and it was not fast enough and it, and it ended up crashing. It fell off the, the loop de loop, which I love. I thought that was fantastic. I was laughing. I think those silver parts, what you're talking about seem to be like a, not necessarily anti-gravity, but like negative gravity. I think so. what makes you stick onto the track. Right. Almost as if, uh, like it's, it's making you stay there and going like kind of upside down. So even if you slow down or, or have to slow down, it's not going to make you fall, mm-hmm. I believe. Cause it makes a certain noise when you get to those parts too. Yeah. Uh, like, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, what's happening? I'm not falling. So, um, but yeah. Anyway. Oh, oh. I think of the pinatas. So have you hit the pinata? I have. Yeah. I've, I've, yeah. I've hit a couple of them. Well, a few of them actually. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think there's some you have to hit a few times because I remember I hit, uh, I hit one and it just can, you know, yeah. blew up. And then I hit one again and I, and I know I hit it, but only a piece of it broke. And I, and I think the color, like on the, if you, if you go back to the map, I think that it still is there. Like I maybe have to hit it a few times or something, but anyway. Well, um, what are your, your concluding thoughts in terms of what you've experienced thus far with the DLC, Steve? So I think that uh, it was the right time. I'm glad they, they made us wait yeah. for Forza Horizon 4 because I don't think there was – I remember saying in, the, in that episode when Forza Horizon 4 was out that there wasn't necessarily that much of a jump between Horizon 3 and Horizon 4. And so if they brought the Hot Wheels out again, yeah, it would have been cool, but it wouldn't have been as much of a step forward – uh, as we have with the Series X and all the capabilities and the you know with pro- the processing power uh, with the sound and so I, I guess you know uh, what, what's the saying like absence makes the heart grow fonder or sure yeah like that yeah, yeah. so uh, you know all this time I've been wanting uh, my Hot Wheels to to come back and and I'm and I'm glad in a way they made me wait uh, because now I have it. And now I appreciate it more yeah. uh, than I, than I think if they gave it to us in, in horizon four, that being said, I mean, I think that, you know, I wish they would have done some of the stuff different, like in the menus and what they have you do with tasks. But um, I think that's just a small gripe. I, 
uh, eventually you'll you'll figure it out. I'll figure it out, and we'll we'll, we'll of course advance into uh, unlocking everything we want to unlock and seeing everything we want to see. So. Anyway, I'm thankful. I'm really thankful. Yeah, yeah. No, I, and I, I agree. I, I am. I'm so glad that they decided to bring Hot Wheels back. I feel as though Hot Wheels is synonymous with Forza Horizon. I just, I feel like the two worlds really mesh well together. And I'm glad that that we are now able to enjoy the Hot Wheels experience within these next gen systems. As I mentioned earlier, with the ray tracing and the the long draw distances, the the 4K experience, that sort of thing. I actually found myself kind of going back and forth between graphics mode and performance mode just to kind of enjoy like what each has to offer. And I, I got to say, I'm kind of more of a uh, a graphics oriented player myself. So I, I'm per- perfectly happy with the 30 frames per second instead of the 60 frames uh, for that extra graphics fidelity. And I got to hand it to Playground Games. You know, they really have continued to really set the bar in terms of having a lot of fun with a racing genre that is not um, only exclusive to being like a, a driving simulator, but like, you know, they have been very successful in marrying between um, having like, like realistic physics and whatnot with the vehicles, but then also having this um, encouraging environment, this fostering environment of wanting to um, have folks go out and explore and discover like what all that they've put all this hard work into and that sort of thing. And I feel like when it comes to Hot Wheels, it is just a lot of fun. I do think like you, um, there's probably some little minor tweaking that needs to be done with the UI, with how to get to certain types of, of competitions or zones or whatever. And I think that can be easily remedied. I just think that, um, at, when you're first introduced to this area that there are certain kind of barriers to entry and it, it's purely from a, like a newbie coming in, not understanding how to progress. It's a progression yeah. system that they put in place. <clears throat> and honestly, a lot of the pro- progression system that they do have, it works really well. I do like the license type of approach. I do like how they dole out, you know, different types of cars or hot wheels. And my hope is, is like, like to your point earlier, I would love to see um, additional Hot Wheels cars get licensed so that we can drive them and enjoy them in this game. They would be fantastic to have certain types of um, ex- other expansion packs in the future where like, hey, you know, for five bucks, you get, you know, 20 more Hot Wheels specific cars, right? With their their contours and designs and, you know, the sticker flare on the sides and and all that, all that fun stuff. I, I would love to really be able to start a Hot Wheels collection, if you will, within the Forza Horizon 5 game. So anyway, that wraps up this episode of Joygasm. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. If you enjoyed this episode, we invite you to check out patreon.com slash joygasm where you could enjoy exclusive perks and early access to the show. Not to mention, it continues financially helping us do Joygasm. Also, Make sure you click on that subscribe button as well as clang that notification bell. That way you will not miss a single episode of Joygasm. It drops once a week, every week. And while you're at it, you can do a search on your favorite social media platform of choice for at Joygasm TV. We are on just about all of them. Last but not least, do a search on Twitch for Joygasm TV to uh, see us stream our gaming adventures live every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Central time. Hopefully, this whole COVID situation will have remedied itself by next week. If not, then it will just be uh, in the same situation as we are today. But uh, regardless, 
We will return bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. And we'll see you then.